2005, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not that long ago. Video iPod. <laughs> now we have that. Here. This is like $800. Mm -hmm. And it's got everything. More. It's got the video yeah. and more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the thing yeah. that I thought about was, um, and this is a real Judas Jude here, but, um, spiritual gifts, you know, like we compare gift better than your gift type thing. And mm -hmm. That's just a thought that struck me too about a possible way to take this. Uh, but uh, talk amongst yourselves for a few minutes and then we'll gather together. Yeah, we'll gather together. What, what are some things that you that strike you about the different people in the episode maybe and their motives and then just talk about um, what is about human nature and giving gifts, receiving gifts, that type of thing. So talk. <laughs> Alright, let's uh, share some 
So, and as we go around, since we have a, we have a, I love this size of group we have. So share in your group all your names so that we all hear what your name is. So we'll start with this front group right here. Um, well, I'm Kaylin. I'm Theo. I'm Darcy. We talked about quite a few different things. Mm -hmm. um, we started the conversation by talking about um, like intention and how like we can't tell what other people's intentions are and they can't truly tell like what ours are. So we know what we're thinking if we give a gift or like give a compliment or something. Um, but they don't necessarily know that. So someone might perceive something we do as selfish when we're really doing it like altruistically um, and vice versa. But then Darcy brought up a good point that once like if somebody gives you a gift with a selfish reason, if you don't know it, it's fine. But then if you end up finding out that they did it for like a certain reason to get something back, it kind of changes the way that you accept the gift or the way that you think of them and the gift. So in the future, if they give you something um, or ask you for something, you kind of have that idea or opinion about them already that whatever you're doing for them or whatever they're doing for you is with an ulterior motive. So motives definitely matter. Right. I mean, it matters why somebody's doing something. Um, if somebody asks you out on a date, for example, and that's what you wanted them to do, but then you find out they ask you out because they're interested in your roommate, that changes. Uh, that's, a, that's, a burn. <laughs> that's a hard burn. That's a hard one to take. Well, they well they say, hey, let's go to coffee. You think, yes, oh, you're gonna talk to coffee. They say, and in that coffee, you're like, so your roommate. You're like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he's cool. He's cool. Yeah. Well, they do it like, I have questions for you, and you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, thanks. That's great. Next week. I'm Hope. I'm Matthew. Hi. I'm Azrael. Um, and we kind of talked about, well, I started off with saying I hate that second question. Because <laughs> every time I have that conversation with someone, someone brings up, like, can you truly have, like, non-selfish motives when our, like, brains are programmed to, like, give us like a shot of dopamine and make someone else happy. Uh, which kind of brings us like, motives matter, but like what extent, like do non-selfish like motives matter? Because like, we, we have that lips in like the SALT program uh, and you have to get at least two SALT credits. Um, and one of them tier three is mission trips. Um, so like if you go on a lips in mission trip, you do get like credit towards graduation, but also like, does it matter that you're doing this over like another salt credit that would possibly be easier to do? Um, like, does it does it like make your contrib contribution to the trip any less because of that or like kind of thing? Um, and then we also talked a bit about how we suck at self receiving because sometimes like we don't we don't like to feel like other people owe us things. Uh, like. No, no problem with giving, I'll make people cupcakes all the live long day. <laughs> but when someone's like, I have something to give to you, I'm like, oh no, it's okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because there's an implication that you didn't owe them, or you're in their debt somehow, somebody gives you something, so, yeah. Well, there's also like that feeling of sometimes you feel like you don't like deserve someone giving to you selfishly. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you feel like you owe that you owe this person to give them something because of something they probably have done for you, but they didn't even know they did for you. To begin with. And it takes some humility to receive a gift. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hmm. 
Well, and we were talking about too, just even the the, the art of listening. Like we think that sometimes we're great at listening, so that makes us really good gift givers. And so then, when we don't want to give gifts, sometimes that exposes the fact that we aren't a great listener because now we don't know what to give this person. Or we think we are a great listener, so it's like, I've got the perfect gift because I've been listening carefully to all the things you've been suggesting of things that you would want or like or into. And so when we often, someone gives us a gift, whether it's a parent or a friend or whatever, we think no one is truly listening to me. Like we don't think people, I, I would say we don't think people listen to us well. And so no one is ever going to like get it just right. And that's why we, when even receiving gifts, are probably internally like some most of the time let down because we're like, we imagine what the perfect gift would be for us. And rarely does that match. And we end up getting something we're like, this is great. I love this. I always wanted a shower speaker. <laughs> never in life asked for this. <laughs> I never told you my problem was I can't listen to music in the shower. <laughs> yeah. And I can do that on that, but that's just my feeling on that. So. I'm Dana. Stephanie. Josh. Who's talk about? Yeah. Um, we kind of really talked more about the, you know, motive and non-selfish giving and how. Um, there's all, like what she said, there's always motive. Um, you know, I can look at something and think, he's really going to like that, I'm going to give that as a gift. But on the flip side, it's like, it, because when I do give it to him, he's going to think, how oh, she's so thoughtful, and think more highly of me. Um, and it might be easier, and that's physical gift giving, it might sure. be easier to be more selfless with your spiritual gifts. Because I love to take food to people. I just do. I don't expect anything out of I don't want to have a long conversation with you about what you do. I just want to <laughs> your safe your food. You know. I don't need this dish back. Yeah, I just, exactly. It is yours. And all the throwaways. For me, that's what I it brings me joy to make sure that someone who's sick or just had a baby doesn't have to do anything. So it might be easier to be more selfless with spiritual gifts, not physical. Do you enjoy doing something? Is, is that not a virtue anymore to do it? No, not at all. No, I, think, I think if it brings you joy, I think that's a gift that uh, Christ is giving you. Because he's saying you're doing what I want you to do. You, that's the reason why you're feeling joy. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Back here. What's names? Generally, my, my motives. Names? Oh, Drake. Yeah. Generally, my motives have to deal with me being a parent. I kind of feel like my kids end up being great society because I had something to do with that. So I try to push them in the other direction. And so I'll purposely let them see me do certain things, hoping that the society will be better people in there out on their own <coughs> But as far as the second question, there are times where I still do those things and my kids aren't on So it's not 
to do something selfless and is told, you can't, there's always going to be something mm-hmm. that you're, you're getting from it. So she and T- Dean does to do something, and she goes, oh, my gosh, you look like Oh, no, <laughs> gave me something. And then uh, she ended up at the end giving some of her puppies that she loved, um, that, she, um, that made her feel bad. I think that's what she came at the end thinking, um, I did something selfless, I feel horrible. You know, I did something that didn't give me great joy. I'm sad. I lost my puppy. But she was struggling with that. That whole episode was about her trying to do a selfless act and st- having trouble doing that. Huh. That's good. So so next, to watch all our next our series. Friends. <laughs> I've never seen it. So you never watch Friends? <gasps> um, <gasps> there's no white people in it. You'd be watching something like that. It's a good point. And there's one, maybe a guest star. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this group here. I'm Thomas. I'm Alex. I'm Emma. Um, we talked a little bit about like if motives like really matter. Um, because like if your motive is like if you feel like making yourself feel better for by doing something good for someone else is like a motive, doesn't really matter that that's your motive because you're still doing a good thing and you're getting something out of it. For yourself, I don't really feel like you have to feel like that's a selfish thing. If you go into it expecting something in return, I think that's when it starts to get kind of like, okay, that's not really a gift anymore. That's just like you're giving someone something, and then that way they'll owe you something. So kind of like what Michael was exuding. Yeah. Thanks. That's to the um, second question about non-selfish motives. Um, I feel like um, some people, and not to say that it's not good to like buy an expensive gift, but I feel like kind of like just going out and getting like a gift card for someone, I mean, that's a good way to get a good reaction, and that's a good way to make you feel better. But I think the real challenge is to, well, not get something like inexpensive, but like do something that's gonna like make them feel good and um, I don't know how to put it, but like something that ordinarily looking at it doesn't have material value, but in a way it also does. Um, I can't, it's like kind of like the teapot. Like I mean, you're not gonna, like if you're just like in walking around Publix and you see a teapot, you're not gonna go, oh, I should get this for my crush. You're not gonna do that. Mm -hmm. But inside it had little inside jokes that gave it value. And I think that's the real trick to um, making yourself feel selfless. And uh, that was just a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, one thing, one question that we talked about was, especially when we were talking about even spiritual gifts, is in this idea of expectations. Like, are you expected to give something back or do something with a gift that is received is, okay, well, God gives us these gifts, these gifts that we all have. Through the grace of God, we've been given these gifts, right? That's what we read about. That's what we know about when we read read our Bibles. Well, is that an expectation to use said gift? So does God kind of have an expectation of us to use the gifts that we have. 
That's just a catch-all. That's all. I mean, what do you all think? Yes. Have you had experience with losing a gift? Or seeing someone who's lost a gift of the Spirit, that is? Not particularly. I've not been really watching for it. Yeah. I'm just going to watch the person lose their spiritual gift. They're losing it! I should say something. Uh, I want to see how this plays out. Yeah. Anybody, I mean, what, what else? What other thoughts on that? I mean, I think regardless of whether you, like, are able to master all your spiritual gifts or not, you're still loved by God because you're created by him. Um, I don't know, like, I don't think that, it kind of starts to get into, like, safe by your works if you start thinking, like, you have to use these gifts in a good way in order to be saved because I gave them to you. I don't know, because it's also, like, he didn't just give them to us for nothing. Like, we, we were given them. We should use them, but... I don't know if like we're expected to do incredible things with them all the time because our salvation isn't really like predicated on how much good we do. Yeah. I think we're given gifts to serve others. It's not just for our own benefit. So that's that's where it's not selfish to use your gift because you're doing your part, and we all have different parts to play. But if we all do our part, it's the whole is. I mean, it's a beautiful thing when we're all working together to bring God's kingdom on earth. And, and I think well, it's not salvation by works if you're just saying we need to be faithful to what God has given us. So faithfulness, I mean, that's where, that's the middle line where you don't feel guilt and you're also not saving yourself. Is And you're not saying I don't have to do anything. Right. It's just say, just be faithful to what God has done. And if we're all faithful, then... We're going to get to where we need to be. Yeah, because we, and that's just a great ending note, because it's true, like, oftentimes we've seen this, that people tend to live in the extremes. Either they live in the extremes of it's all about works, not about grace, it's like, I got to just work, 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 and it's very, we've seen that. But we've equally seen people who live in the extreme of, like, well, I don't got to do anything. It's just the grace, baby. It's grace. Grace, grace, I don't got to do, I don't have to do anything at all. And what George, I think you're saying is correct. Like, it's faithfulness of living in the middle of that. It's it's both of those things, not just one of those things. But we often live in extremes. Like, we so often want to live in extremes, just one or the other. It's not, again, we try to break free of this dualistic approach to everything we enter into. And say, no, there's probably somewhere in this tension middle of, yes, there's this, Amazing, great, but I, I need to be faithful and work to bring in kingdom on earth kind of things. It's good. Okay. Who knew that the office Christmas episode would give us <laughs> such nuggets? We did. <laughs> Thanks. Have a good one. Thank you. <laughs>